Welcome, everybody, to Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. It is Friday, June 30th. This is episode 192. Let's bring out some people. First, 192, episode 92, minus 100. Let's bring out some people. First up, you know him, you love him. We got Dennis. We're going to chime in. Oh, I I mean, like, you literally asked me what episode it was, and I said 97. And then you come on the show and say 192. and then Season 92. 1, episode 97. Season 1. Where, this is episode 97. I told you that twice before we started the show. Twice. And a favorite reoccurring guest of those 97 episodes. You got Clark. Excelsior! Clark was there when I told him 97 twice. Yes. I will vouch for Dennis. And... We even made the joke about not 197, 97. It's okay. Yes. It's cool, you, you got a lot going on now because you, you, you are the host. I don't now. know. Maybe he blipped. I could have. Yeah. Maybe. maybe I just yeah. Maybe he blipped. Um, now of, you do have more responsibilities. I let you, I let you be in charge of the introductions and then that way I can nitpick when you do them wrong. So it's yeah. pretty fun. Um, so. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you for doing that though, too. and I appreciate of, Clark for coming back again. Yeah, yeah, we got we got Clark. I think this is twice in one month, actually, Clark. Yeah, yeah. Are we double dipping on you? I feel like well, June was long though. Yeah, like it, it but thankfully, a... uh, my tickets for Indiana Jones are for tomorrow, so we were kind oh. of lucky. It's June. It's June thirtieth, <laughs> so we managed to squeeze one more mm-hmm. June episode in on on, yes. on a Friday. So here we are. Um. But yeah, I think you were here last for Spider Verse. Spider Verse across the Spider Verse right? across yeah. the Spider Verse. We had Frank for Into the Spider Verse yeah. and you for Across. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, still the best movie of the month. Yeah, I just saw Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably gonna agree, but you know, you know, I I, I saw a really uh, interesting uh, little video on TikTok that like uh, just a lot of analysts are really kind of like dumbfounded by like how so many movies even like the good ones like un, like uh guard like not guardians but like uh spider-verse and 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 you know um just the, there's there's these blockbuster movies that are underperforming as far as like what they were projected to make mm-hmm. and he can't help but notice that like it's because of the oversaturation right like we have one blockbuster after another after it's another the summer season that's what it's about no but it's never like this well it's the flash ne- is like, definitely people i mean whatever you will about the other shit not with that movie for what about movie fast, x? That, fast x yeah i mean for, for movies of that scope mm-hmm. it is just like an expected inherent return for, like it's it's almost a safe bet right why they keep making them but for the but they're not making what they're expected it, to exactly make. exactly it's, so now it's, it's like I think the and real telltale is going to be the Barbie Oppenheimer double day. I think all of them are the telltale because they're all not doing as well. Like Spider-Verse was projected to make a billion and I don't think it's there right now yet. You know, Fast X uh, just crossed 700. Yeah. I'm not saying these movies are right. failing. They're not failing, but they're you not doing the, the block. Yeah, you expect business. a certain return when you're spending but again, dollars to make a movie. Yeah. I mean, there is, there it's is crowded. Still pre-COVID and then there's still, you know, but uh, Maverick, Top Gun, you know, showed that people will still come to the theaters if they want to. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that they that that if the movie 
uh, warrants it. I mean, like obviously Guardians of the Galaxy did really well, right? Like yeah. it's the mm-hmm. it's the most successful of the three Guardians movies. Um, so there are there are movies that people just know, hey, yeah. this is going to be a good experience. But yeah. But I think and, if you're not doing something like a membership to a theater, like this this summer is expensive, man. Yeah. Like it's really expensive. Well, I got it. I started back up my Regal Regal Pass. Yeah. yeah. And it's no longer uh, it's no longer like just the months of June and July. You know, it, it start. It's not even you know. It's, it's May, June, July, but now even before that, it's April. So you know, now you're getting Ant Man in April and and stuff. So the, yeah. You know the the times are yeah i mean it is more saturated uh but you know there it's a it's a whole big mix because it's like some people like say oh you know people are tired but like people have been saying they're tired of you know superhero movies for years some of them still keep doing well i mean it's like people watched westerns back back in the 50s and 60s they had a western movie come out every single week I mean, imagine a funny. comic movie came out every week. I mean, it's not, it might feel like it, but it really doesn't. But, you know, Westerns were huge, you know, back then. And, you know, yeah. now they're they're much rarer and stuff. I mean, things cycle. Uh, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Just make good movies. Make better movies. Yeah, well, I think that's the real the real. Aside from kicker. playing film, film critic, armchair film critics, uh, what else have we been doing this week? That's it. Just armchair film critic. <laughs> well, in fairness, though, I you know I was just quoting something that I saw that I found interesting because, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, no, you none of yours wrong. By the way, like it is weird or noticeable how poorly these movies are doing. Yeah, I've been watching The Bear. Oh, we just I'm on. I'm like halfway through it. Yeah, I love that show. It's an excellent show. It's the same I, producers as of Atlanta. Um, and it feels a lot like Atlanta when I watch I it. I want to make a bear show, but set in a hospitality tourism environment. Because, like, I watch that show and I get it. I It, like, just triggers this weird niche in my brain that led me to work in that industry for as long as I did. And, and it kind of still adjacently, like the the drive to to do well in those types of spaces but like the just pure insanity that goes on behind the scenes is yeah it's like it's truly fascinating you've been watching that one clark i uh i haven't watched season two yet but oh, okay. I, I watched all season one and they dropped the whole season all at yes, once i just i'm waiting to i know when i start i'm gonna like devour it so yeah because it's an amazing show but i i was gonna say i also really want to try a boston beef sandwich i know right I had a I had a a New York um, uh, chopped beef sandwich a few weeks ago. It's super good, man. Is that different from a chopped cheese? Or sorry, chopped chopped cheese is what I meant to say. Yes. Oh, was it Aki's way? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's like like the TikTok way to get it. It tasted like a hamburger helper and a Philly cheesesteak crossed with each other. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's yeah. Aki's way. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been nerding out on is the freaking Witcher came back yesterday. Is it still oh, Cavill? Man. Yes, it's, it's, his, it's his last season. season. Okay, so he's done I, I don't know that I can comfortably watch this show after Cavill is gone because I love him so much more as I mean, Geralt than I do as Superman. Like, so much. You more. put another guy in the wig, it looks the same, right? Like No. 
But it's it, what it worries me is not another guy in the wig. It's the fact that Cavill was the one that was fighting for the actual story. Yeah. And and as soon as when he's gone, it's the writers are going to have their way and they're going to go he off whatever direction they want. The he, biggest nerd. He's such yes, a nerd. He is but, a huge nerd and I respect him immensely because of that because he actually defends the, the source the, material. The source material. Yeah, someone would describe him as an incel. Yeah, some <laughs> would. Some would. But I mean, uh regardless like the I watched the first episode of The Witcher and it was awesome because they got Yennefer, they got Siri, they got Yaskir, they got them all in the first episode. They just brought them all together. And I'm like, man, I feel like it took us two seasons to get these people all together, like in a room all the time, you know, but it's just, it's just, they're there and they're just awesome. And he goes around just chopping people's heads off and ah, the violence is so good. The, the acting is so good. Like it's, it's just, I, it's just. I know Ricky, you don't like fantasy, but I freaking love that show so much. It's it's so good. Yeah. What about you, Clark? Have you checked that one out yet? Uh, no, I haven't seen season three. As you said, it just started. But I am a big fan of The Witcher and Henry Cavill in that role. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited. You know, Liam Hemsworth, who's taking over. You know, there it mm-hmm. is. But but I you know. I, what I like, you know, I was re- I've been hearing more as voices, you know, as, as, as this is now finally out and he's done, he's, you know, he's filmed all the stuff he's done with it is, you know, more words from the set about how it really was him versus the writers and yeah. about following core aspects of the Witcher story and how they, yeah. they, they don't, they don't want it. And it's, you know, it's kind of like how every time, you, you know, they announce, the studios announce uh, some property that's going to be done. And you hear the director who's say, we're going to go in a bold new direction. You know, that always makes everybody cringe. Yeah. Because like Zack Snyder did. Yeah. <laughs> you can take that. But it's, you know, it's, it's like it. Okay. You'll like this one. It's like when somebody t- lends you their toys and you go and play with them in their in your own complete way and mess mm-hmm. them up. Kind of like how Ryan Johnson did in Star Wars. He went his own direction and you know, because he got lent the toys, and which is fine because he went, you know, it was still but it's it's a shift. He went you can't in an say, awesome direction. But it was a very different direction. And sure. and, and and against some of the core aspects of the story now he's one of the only people i know who pulled it off but i would say it's the reverse i i would say that what he did in that story was uh continuing off of other things just in a direction that people didn't anticipate but what's more jarring is the course correction that happens after him yeah i don't think it's, it's i think i think what he did was an interesting addition to the universe that continued the story from the previous one just not in ways people expected, but the J.J. Abrams third part of that is is the real thing yep. that messes and the whole thing up. I agree know? with you on that. And yeah, but, they fly but, now. but in fairness, like you know, and this is kind of a tease of what we're going to be talking about later today. Um, as much as I I think it's cool that Henry Cavill is really big on uh, you know maintaining uh, the lore and the canon and all these things, 
there is something to be said about branching out and doing something different and and we're going to be talking about secret invasions yes. later tonight and and i see exactly honest, where you're going with honestly this. that show is so vastly different than the comic that it's named after and i'm fine with it man because like it's just a completely different beast uh because at this point uh, you know, we're what 30 stories, 30, 40 stories into the, the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like the MCU has become its own thing where all of the stories that come now are built off of the previous stories that have slightly branched and deviated until the deviation has become so far that you, it's just logical. I mean, there's like, layers and layers on yeah, top of it too. Exactly. Yeah. And so in that respect, the Witcher has had three seasons of, world building to really allow it to play and still and still know what what the core values of the show are you know we'll see i'm not i'm not defending you know like <laughs> i'm not saying right out the gate hey maybe the writers are right i'm just saying maybe it won't be bad when 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 cavill is gone i'm not i'm fingers crossed but no. i'm going to say to a bigger point to a video that you shared earlier today 20 years ago we, you know, we barely would have a fantasy movie or this. I mean, we have we have such a treasure trove. Yeah, you guys are all spoiled of of superhero and sure. fantasy shows and stuff that that we wouldn't even, you know, imagine about 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, you know, we're uh, picky. We're right. Yeah, it's the only fantasy movie that I've enjoyed in the past ten years. Which one? <laughs> he said blight. Right. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you said I thought you said crawl. <laughs> God, no. Really? I thought you said crawl. Um, I know you I know you asked everybody, but I do have one more thing I wanted to add to it. I, I mentioned this last week, um, and it's just I'm keeping the the, the, the the fun going. Um when you asked me what I was nerding out on, uh I have been enjoying all of the Halloween movies. Like, I don't mean the Halloween franchise. <laughs> I mean, all of the movies that came out last Halloween that are now showing up on all the different streaming platforms. And this week I watched Evil Dead Rise. And oh my God, that was so much I better like than I I've only ever seen the remake. It's a sequel to that movie, right? It's not a sequel to that. It's just its own thing. Really? Oh, okay. It, it's kind of like another reboot, but like, but what the what really makes it set apart is they're like, no cabin, no ash. Let's just do the book in downtown LA. The like, and, and it's 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 so it like tonally it's very different. Like it's it's a lot darker, but like the actress who plays the main deadite in that movie. Like, I will follow. I, I want to see if she does more things because, like, they make the villain in that movie so awesome that I kind of didn't care who else died in the movie. Like, I was just like, can we just keep her for the rest of the movie? Because, yeah, it's it's really messed up story. Like, but basically, like, it's a mom, a single mom, and a bunch of kids, and then the aunt comes to visit uh, for the weekend or whatever, and then. Just randomly, there's a there's an earthquake, and the Necronomicon kind of ends up revealed in in you know like from like the the debris. So the stupid kid goes and 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 checks it out, and you know chaos ensues. And first thing right off the bat, mom gets possessed, and 
And it's pretty messed up because then you watch a family have to deal with crazy demon possessed mom for the whole movie. And it doesn't end well. It doesn't. It doesn't. But Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi produced the movie and uh, they do find a way to squeeze Bruce Campbell in just a little bit. Uh, but it is not your your daddy's evil dead. I'll just say that right now. Like, I don't know if you'll like it, Clark, but you have to oh, respect no. the artistry. <laughs> no. It's the, amazing. The, the, I, the only evil dead that I like is, of course, Army of Darkness, which yeah. that was when they went for comedy. And, you know, I've seen two. I did not see the remake because that's just too much, too intense for me. The remake, the, the remake remember. still finds a way to have the comedy a little bit, though. Like, yeah. it still gets a, you know... A, it's a little a, funny. Yeah, it gets a hand replaced with a chainsaw and stuff, you know, like... Yeah. That is, that that is you know... Yeah, horror is not my genre. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying if, if it is your genre, check mm -hmm. that one out, man. It's pretty cool. Like, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. I don't remember what platform it was on. Did I watch it on Max? I think I watched it on Max. What about you guys? What are you internet on besides those things? Uh, this week, the bear, uh, Dial of Destiny. I went and made a little trip to go see that. That was fun. I, I'll say it's it's better than Crystal School. It's not better than the other movies that I barely remember. But I think it's good enough for what it is. And okay. Well, better than Crystal Skull was, is my bar. So you know. First half of Crystal School is a great movie. I, I will go to the grave mm. with that. The groundhogs are in the first 10 minutes of that movie, though. None of the, nothing in the first half of that movie. Until they get to, I think, Guatemala or Peru, movie's fine. The groundhogs are in the first 10 minutes of that fine. movie. Pure, cheesy cinema at its best. Um, but I went, to, I went to a baseball game. I went to an Angels game. Not comic-related. Uh Fun fact, beer at the Angel game is $4. Water is $6. Don't know how that's legal. but Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but otherwise, no. Now I've Dial Destiny, the bear, and I'm here. What about Clark? Uh, Diablo 4. You're playing a lot of Diablo I've 4. played 30 minutes of that game. <laughs> it's not for me. And, and I can't return it. <laughs> No, yeah. sorry, but um, you know, with uh, Oliver and Ephraim and Ian and I, we uh, we've been we got our mounts this week, and I immediately started singing the Three Amigos song, and it was fun. Nice. Uh, so you know that that's been that's been a lot of fun, uh, and then uh, you know just catching up on some shows. Yeah, a lot of new shows just started, so I'm I gotta set some time. But yeah, I want to watch The Bear. I want to watch Witcher. Uh, and then I can't wait to see season three of Superman and Lois, uh, which I hope will now Bizarro he fought. It was a it was a good season, man. I know I've heard Bizarro's in the second stuff. season, and then he's kind of in the third season a little bit. Um, yeah, Kakafin is the main the main villain in the second in the third season. Did you finish the Idol, Dennis? It's not done yet. It's not done. They stopped it after five. Wait, what? Yep. Idol. Wait, done. what? They canceled it. People, they're saying it's just done at five, but the industry saying it was canceled at five. Well, the fifth episode hasn't aired yet. Done at five. 
So what, this what week, show is this? So you're saying this week it ends? This week will be this is, this week it'll end. The Idol, the uh, HBO Max Euphoria adjacent show with okay. Lily uh, Rose Depp in the weekend. What? It 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 got it ended. They're just ending it. This is the end. Yeah, it it, it airs on uh, on Friday. Sorry, on Sunday. It airs on Sunday. What? I question that. Too spicy. It is pretty spicy, but I didn't. I didn't feel like it was ready to end. But it's kind of. It's, it's kind of a slow week. We'll get into uh, some news, but we're in the little dead zone before Comic Con for a lot of things, as we are less than a month away of the stuff that's going to be there. What's uh, what? What are you guys interested in so far? Well, to get the Comic Con experience started, we had the great experience of trying to get Jurassic Park experience tickets, <laughs> yeah. uh, which of course uh, disappeared immediately. Unless and, you can shit in that toilet, I don't think it's worth it. And according to uh, sources, what happened was Universal, somebody in Universal gave the link out early to a fan group, and then somebody in that fan group posted it, and that's why there were no tickets left. Uh, wow. What kind of circles are you in where you, you find out leaked Comic-Con activation info? Comic-Con circles. <laughs> wow. So That's pretty but crazy, that, man. But that but that doesn't... No, no, that, that is the room, but that doesn't surprise me because that that is that is something that somebody in marketing like would do not realizing how much of an effect that would have but, on... But I'll say this, though. I'll say this. Aren't the people that did get it Aren't they clearly more deserving because they know where to find that? Like they obviously they like Jurassic Park more than we I do, mean, if, right? If I'm marketing, I just want that thing full. I don't care who goes. Yeah. Truth. Truth. Yeah. Exactly. So and it does have a standby line. line. Yeah. So for all you peasants. But uh I am I am not surprised, but also of course disgusted that the main thing you want to do is crap in the toilet. That's what before that's the, what you want to do. Yeah, I, I would want to take a poop in that toilet. Kidding me? Wouldn't be risky otherwise. Leave something for the next guy. Yep. At the very least, the pants would coming down when I take that photo. Yeah. Uh, can and we then, then and then you'd smash it so nobody else could take a poop. <laughs> yes. Can we just can we just go to the news? Yes, we can. All right. First up in this week news is us. Correspondent Dennis had some photos in Marvelous uh, News, uh, Mar- Marvelous News photo of the day. He had uh, two submissions. Look at these things. I had three submissions. Um, it's okay. Well, you, don't know your fa- you don't know your facts. Well, uh, but yes, uh, no, I did. I was featured twice on Marvelous News this week. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I made a uh, I actually made a series of photos for a zine celebrating the art of pride um, that was going to come out this month or um, at, at San Diego Pride, actually. Um, and the uh, they had so many submissions that they politely declined to use mine. And I was like, well, F it. I mean, I still want my stuff to get out there during June because it's still pride. So. I decided to share them on Instagram and I shared them uh, 
uh, at other uh, sources. And I was really happy to see that two in a row, two days in a row, we got some pictures in there. Um, yeah, there's a third one. It might come up tomorrow. We'll see. I have to be honest, when I read the title Off Duty Dora, that wasn't what popped into my head. <laughs> and when I scrolled down, <laughs> it totally made sense. But I was just imagining Dora the Explorer kicking back. That's why I like the name. With their feet up. Yes. Uh, so that, that, that is... That is what popped in my head first. But then, yes. then as I immediately scrolled down, I'm like, oh, Dora Milaje. Oh, yes. That makes total sense now. I definitely was playing with your expectations with that title. You did. You twisted uh, them around and then. Yeah. But thanks for showing those. Uh, yeah, no, I've actually been uh, gearing up. I've been doing a lot more uh, toy photography lately. Um, I actually have an assistant now and uh, uh, he's working with me twice a week. And we're gearing up to get a full um a full like gallery showing at uh comic-con this year in san diego so Can't i've wait. got a lot of stuff i'm working with a print shop and getting everything made and framed and stuff like that so uh yeah I, i'll be sharing more stuff on instagram uh throughout the month or throughout the year but um I've, I've definitely got a nice little backlog of stuff to share with with the community so, so stay tuned yeah i'm glad which one do you like better uh, probably the one with the, is it the Hulkling, right? Yeah. He, uh, wait, Hulkling is different than Amadeus, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Who's Hulkling? Hulkling is a scroll. Oh, uh, okay. He's half scroll, isn't he? Maybe. Can he play in the MCU? Can he play in the MCU? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a young, he's a young Avenger. No, but like legally, right? I thought, uh. Hulk or Hulk adjacent characters are not allowed, but if he's a scroll, then we have a She Hulk. I don't, I mean, I don't know how the laws work, man. It has to do with distribution of film. Universal yeah. owns the film distribution right to the Hulk. Makes sense. So, yeah. Well, what about the I like the, the theatrical Broadway rights to Marvel? Get that Rogers the musical. <laughs> Now playing at yep. the Hyperion, the theater inside and Disney's there's, California there's Adventure. There's been a lot of uh, people on TikTok giving their praise. It's good, right? I've heard good things about it. Yep. I've heard I that mean, they, uh, I mean, it's campy as it's supposed to, but it actually goes the full the full uh, Steve and Peggy story arc. My favorite thing at uh, Six Flags, because they have the DC rights was always the Batman stunt shows as a kid. I loved them. They were so stupid and cheesy. They were special effects. So this, this is probably is, not that. If this is anywhere near I dumb don't stunt imagine, show. I heard I it's got some good stunts. special effects. With some music? I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm in. I would like to see it. I love but... that fantasy is where you draw your line. Like that's like that's it's so arbitrary. I, guns. I just need a gun. Like I'm down to watch if people do musicals. And if there's no and guns, then... but you, there's no guns in this. There's a gun. Black Widow has a gun. No, she doesn't. Iron Man had guns on his hands. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have guns. There's he has a... projectiles, which is no different than a magic missile. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> or an arrow but it's blue. or an arrow exactly <laughs> which hawkeye has too <laughs> it's blue but his arrows do cool shit 
How do you know they don't do that? So Legolas is. Mm, he does cool shit with Arabs. The Arabs I think you cool just prejudge with without even knowing. I 100% do. <laughs> that's, that's the fact. Uh, I will be going to check this out uh, next month. So 24 I'll check it out next year. It's, it's only going till, uh, until August months. 31st. Yep. Well, I probably won't see it. Well, there I'll we go. It TikTok. It's on TikTok. I'll we see. also got some new legends. Surprise enough, new show drops. I thought we, we talked about, about these last week. Did we talk about these last week? Yeah, I showed oh, you we... slides of these last week. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And I'm like, why does Nick Fury have the, the eye patch? Uh, bad production design or something, mm -hmm. or bad bad sharing. Of they design. put an ice on some legends. They said nothing's till Comic Con, basically. They, well, they didn't put ice on legends, but yeah, they they announced today that they will be not they will not be announcing anything else until Comic Con, which I'm really happy about because uh, I think I think last year um, they made the mistake of trying to. Uh, trying to compete with the GI Joe HasLab and like by like there was overlapping HasLab campaigns going on and that's just not cool like that's What was like, this time last year? This time was the Cobra Hiss and then Oh and yeah, then, yeah yeah and yeah. then uh the Sky Striker? No, the Cobra Hiss was last year. Okay. The Sky Striker was the year before. Okay. But they were doing it wasn't just that there was like i think the ghostbusters one also and like the, yeah the backpack career. there was so many mm -hmm. Haslabs last year going on at the same time it was just dumb and it, it's like why don't you let them breathe because like you know you're uh, like and then the other big mistake is thinking that the that they were going to beat that cobra hiss at, at, at i mean come on i mean i like the robbie reyes thing but like the Cobra hiss almost got me. It almost got me. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, I'm still yeah, looking so, at that helicopter. It looks nice. You know, I'm I'm beginning to remember. Actually, the Robbie Reyes got announced after at, that was after, later at the, Comic Con. That it was yeah, it was teased at Comic Con. So it was it was competing with something else, uh, but not not the GI Joe one. But but this time around, I think the GI Joe campaign ends like in a week or two. And so it's it's giving they're giving them space, you know, like they're spacing them out. So I expect whatever Avengers themed uh, thing that they plan on doing to be there. Mattel be has like a HasLab thing now. They've been doing. They've had them before. Oh, I noticed it with the Jurassic Park one. Yeah, they did. They did a, a wrestling one last year that that has that that Hasbro learned a lot from actually, uh, because they they In terms added of like a, pricing. They no because they added an early bird special to the the uh, the Mattel one, and once that happened, it just it sold like gangbusters. the The problem is like, man, yeah. if you don't make that early bird, that it's a, that, that's the risk. That's the problem. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they killed Robbie with the early yeah. bird. Yeah, I think I think Hasbro just tried to emulate what Mattel did without understanding the value offering of what they were they were taking away if it didn't make that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. It, w it wasn't apples to oranges. And that's why the Mattel one was praised for being so successful and so smart. And the Robbie one was very much not praised <laughs> for what they did. Um, so they're not doing any legends uh, 
specials at Comic-Con, right? Or any exclusives this year? Well, they've said that they're not selling exclusives at Comic-Con this year. But last year, they did the same thing. They sold them online, like right after the panel. What was, um, what was last year? Uh, it wasn't the Hellfire Club, right? No, no. That was, that was the year that, before. That wasn't that. Uh, the Modoc? I don't know. No, it was the Venom. It was the, the two, the split Venom, the blue, right. the blue, red. It was the animated Venom. Yeah. The, the bigger convention exclusives last year was Serpentor and and Doctor Mindbender from GI Joe. Yeah. Those were way better. Those were super good. And Sergeant Slaughter was technically an Entertainment Earth exclusive. So, um, but now it's not. Now you can buy it anywhere. But yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm happy that they're taking a chill. Uh, you know, like a little chill break. Cause like this month, uh, every week they've been announcing a uh, target exclusive every, every Thursday. Um, and it's just like, chill out guys. I'm many. sure they got to announce the rest of the secret invasion toys, right? They've got to be more than they haven't officially announced the Zajira. Have they? Oh, sorry. They didn't announce the them Gia. all. They, they, they just got all. They all got they leaked. Just got, they got leaked. Yes, you're right. They'll, they'll announce those at Comic-Con. It's fine. They're probably just waiting until the show ends to, like, you know, not spoil things. Oh, right. she's a scroll. Maybe. She is. <laughs> I mean, she is, right? She's the daughter of, of Talos. I would hope she is. Are we talking, we're talking about the, the Amelia Clark toy? I yeah. Don't know. Is there an Amelia Clark toy? I could have swore that was on the leak thing. Yeah. No, but she totally is a scroll. Yeah. Yes, that's not a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. She's, well, yeah. Are you guys ready to talk about some spoilers? I guess okay. if you're if you're. I would like you to get me more hype before you just, you just you know. I mean, like we can like pump it up. Like, y'all ready to talk about secret invasion? Episode two? Yeah. I I guess. <laughs> I guess so, sure. The second yeah. episode of the show, guys? No, uh <laughs> I think I think I'm very much excited to talk about this, but I do want to just make sure people know spoiler warning because the episode just came out two days ago. We're we're recording this on uh June 30th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you, you might you might have watched it on Wednesday, you might not have. Uh, come back come back if you if you uh if you haven't watched it because it's it's a fun it's a fun like show that has surprises and 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 secrets and invasions and stuff like that so you know uh, well episode two was definitely a fun one we get to see nick fury deal kind of deal with his past and his present and try to figure out what he's gonna do for his future that's my i'm not gonna lie this was probably one of the most fun things I've watched on Disney Plus in a long time. Whoa, what are you doing with my slides? Got me confused. Don't hijack my slides. This episode, um, off the bat, I, I think this show's getting a lot of flack for being slow, boring, kind of a slow burn. But the character moments that we're getting in these in the this show, it's doing so much heavy lifting. And you're letting, I think you're letting your, this is the first show in a long time where I think the star power is actually really 
you see the the overall benefit for getting a, a Nick Fury a, or a Sam Jackson, a Olivia Coleman, and what they can actually do to to the right story and the right scene. Why why is slow burn such a bad thing, man? I don't think it is. It's a TV show, it's like, not a movie. Andor was one of the best Star Wars shows ever. That God, was that a show slow was, burn. There were fights was about dinner plans in that yeah. show that were riveting. Yeah. What do you think, Clark? Uh well, I totally agree with you that this is a slow burn and I like that. Uh that this is always I you know, from the first episode I called this you know, Nick Fury Winter Soldier, uh, because it's it's taking that lower key espionage versus Civil War, which is, you know, bringing everybody in and stuff. Uh, you know, um, the the original Secret Invasion, which I, for fun, I kind of went back and reread it because it's a fast read, uh, you know, is this giant summer, have everybody and their mother. Like a seasonal huge event. Huge battle battles yeah. across the planet and, and stuff so so the some people who were expecting that which would make no sense for a disney plus series you know but they took this concept of the scrolls and the schools taking their time and infiltrating the planet and you know having nick fury be there and, and there are some uh, I don't know when to get into it, but you know, there, there's there's some things uh, that I felt were were a little weak about this episode, uh, especially in the motivation of uh, I forgot his name the uh, the young scroll who's in charge Bartek, Gravik, 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 Gravik. So when they when they announced you know about why he's he's mad at Nick Fury that Nick Fury made a promise and and he didn't keep it, so Bart Gravik is going to going to punish Nick Fury and take over the planet. And because they're everybody's like everybody's mad at Nick Fury because he blipped and was gone. Well yeah. it's not it's just it's more that, nuance than that though. So yeah he's so just to be fair, like Nick Fury made that promise 30 years ago. He was only gone for six and a lot of people yeah. blip. I think they're more willing to forgive him for the blip, but not the other twenty-four years. You know, yeah, like or even after he was just on on saber. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm just saying. I mean, if, if you want to kind of pull holes, that planet Thanos was on, just chilling in Endgame. That would have been a pretty good home. I'm just saying. Mm, well, it was ruined. It was ruined. He like Thanos said, it was ruined that by his people because. No, the the, the one where he's on the he got the fruit. He, yeah, the garden. Oh, garden. Oh, the, the, garden. End of, yeah. the end of Infinity War. Yeah, you got the no. point. Yeah, you got the point. Mm-hmm. I I'm not going to argue that point at all. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I think plot, plot holes aside, I, their frustrations are a hundred percent justified. Like, I, I mean, I think I think there's going to be plot holes. In every story that comes after Endgame, that's oh, just this just this just gonna happen. Like Ricky found the easiest one right there. Why don't they just move but, to that planet? The but end. to um, you know, like hey, thirty years later, you didn't find us a planet, and then you're also like using us throughout those thirty years to do like your crazy espionage bidding, right? That's kind of fucked yeah, up. I think that's kind of more the thing, right? You, 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 I uh, I, th- I think if that comes out more, I, I agree with you. 
uh, and I do, I, I see the underpinnings of that. I just said, I got a little, you know, that happened. That got a little tired. And like, like maybe this is because I also just recently saw uh, the, the reboot of Star Trek. And that was another case where I always felt another case of, oh, you didn't feel your promise. Now I'm going to just kill everybody. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In fairness, you? though, that stuff really does happen politically in, in, in our world. <laughs> like, it's just we just don't get to see it. You know, it's usually propaganda paints it differently for mm -hmm. us. But I mean, broken promises are what start wars, man. Like that's. And fulfilling just... promises is what start wars. True. I mean, that's how World War One started. Yeah. So. But now this there, there, this was interesting that they I found I found it very interesting that they, that they already showed most of the world leaders were scrolls. Yeah, they, they kind of dropped the bombshell saying like they have a uh, Fury and Talos have a moment on on the train where it's revealed and like, hey, how many of you guys are here? One million. Yeah. yeah. That is dangerous. I did not expect that number. The big um, number. That is a well, huge number. And that the president of the United States, the prime minister of England, the prime minister of India. The, the president's not there. I thought, yeah. oh, I thought that's the president. No, that it's guy's a Fox no. News guy. He's, he's the oh. he's the Fox shooter, McGavin. Yeah, yeah. he's a yes. Fox shooter. Yeah, I thought yeah, shooter he's... was was the president. No, no he's like Dermot the... Mulroney. Dermot McDermott is the is the president. They showed right, him in the first episode. Tucker Carlson of the MCU. Yeah, he's All right, the that Tucker makes more Carlson. sense then. Yeah, but the prime minister, uh, 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 head of NATO. Yeah, yeah, she is, she is, and then you know, like you've got a lot of different people. Yeah, the head of NATO. Uh, but it's like, I mean, you read the comic, right? This is pretty incredibly different from the comic, right? Yes. Because they're, mm -hmm. they're just immediately showing you, Hey, here's scrolls. Like, yeah. like it's, it's <laughs> like the opposite of the comic. And I kind of love it for that. Right. Because I keep wondering, okay, if they're, if you're playing this hand, I know you have twists. I know you have twists mm -hmm. and they keep giving me twists that I didn't expect. And so I was pretty surprised with that twist ending. I don't know. Were you guys surprised? Oh, the twist ending. <laughs> yeah, that one. There's only one twist ending. In <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, it didn't surprise me. So we're talking like, about like it, the, it wasn't something I was expecting. Nick has a wife and she is a scroll. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that was, was new. That wasn't something I was expecting, but it didn't surprise me. He knows, right? I mean, we he, don't know yes. if he knows, but we have to assume he knows. Oh, I'm sure. No, he knows. He knows, he knows she's a scroll. Like, he yeah. clearly fell in love with her on that space station. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's, like, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's what they were implying. My wife, my wife was saying this was not surprising to her because she felt like they had kind of been implying for a while now that, like, he found something on that space station that kept him there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this, mm -hmm. I think, is her. This is what it How'd was. How'd she get back and here? The same way he did. No, yeah. You only see him get off the thing, though. Yeah, because that's what the scene wanted us to see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not. I mean, it could be the inverse. He could have not been there. and Maybe. Who knows? But, but... Uh, I was pretty shocked. Uh, I was pretty. I was pretty shocked to see uh, that this. These are the the ways that they're. 
I think what I was shocked about is the ways that they're choosing to divert from diverge from the source material are ways that are meaningful and impactful to Nick Fury himself. You know yes. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so especially like this Nick Fury. Yeah. So what's making the story so interesting for me is like what Clark said. Like this show really is the continuation of the Nick Fury that we got in Captain America Winter Soldier, which was like that was the first time we really got to see him as a person and see what his goals were, his ambitions and stuff. Right. He's just a smart ass, like who, who thinks he knows everything in the first, in the first time. Yeah, He's just him, like, right? you know, Mr. Quip. Yeah. He shows up and he's like, Iron Man, you got to get in line. You're going to want to do this thing. You're going to want to be one of my guys, you know, like, and then he's like saving the world from like an almost nuclear attack. Like he's just like on top of the world in the first few appearances we see. But it's in, in Winter Soldier when you see that he goes and he has to answer to Alexander Pierce and and that doesn't go well. And next thing you know, you know, he finds out that he's been inadvertently working for Hydra this whole time. And, you know, then we have to we get a whole little story with him before he supposedly gets killed. And, you know, like and it was really intriguing and interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like give me more of that. And instead he just dips out and like, he's just like not present for most of the rest of the MCU after that movie. Right. Like he, he drops in really quick to give him like a, a motivating speech in age of Ultron. And then like, he shows up for the funeral, you know, like for Tony Stark, but that's like it. Right. Like that's, he doesn't really pretty much. Yeah. Like the only other time we see him is in Captain Marvel, which is like a giant flashback to the 1990s. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm really, I didn't know, like I said that last week, I didn't know that I wanted this so bad, but I'm down. I wish I kind of, I'm, it's cool that they call it, you know, secret invasion because it makes it more of a special it's you know, it's gonna, it's, they're not going to be like multiple seasons of secret invasion. Right. It's right. going to be like, mm -hmm a limited time event, but like it could have been Nick Fury. And then I could have been excited to just have, could we have more seasons of Nick Fury? And we still could, but like, well, I remember when the show was like early, early on, like it was the rumor was, this was going to be a Nick Fury shield show. And right. What is, and what is that? You know, what is a yeah. shield show in a, in a post, uh, we soldier world. Right. And I think this is the best answer, right? It's, it's not it's not it's nick fury dealing with the problem that has been put on ice for 30 years in that universe i mean it, this show could be how he rebuilds shield you know what i mean like it could, it could be it it could be a justification for needing needing in the something. comics is saber its own thing right from shield there's no saber in the comics. It's, it's sword. called sword. It's sword. It's sword. Yeah, there you go. But swords its own yeah. separate thing. And then after that, it's hammer. It is. He's not wrong. But you know, swords. Swords basically space defense, right? Yes. Yeah, swords space defense, and I think it's funny that you brought that up because the person in charge of that is this lady with uh, green hair named Abigail Brand, and that is actually who Amelia Clark had been rumored to be playing for several months now so i was pretty impressed that they kept that under wraps and then like in the first episode you're like hey she didn't have green hair wait she's not even trying to be abigail what what the hell's going on here and like i was i i liked i liked the twist that they you know they made her the little girl that made friends with 
uh, Monica Rambeau in in uh, in Captain Marvel, and it's like, okay, cool. I mean, if we're gonna get Mar- Monica, you know, like why not get yeah. why not get grown up version of this girl too? So, um, I like that. Uh, but I, yeah, I feel like all of these characters, the reason they're interesting is because of how they relate to Nick Fury, right? Like, I I think there's no question that like, you know, you take away Coulson. You take away Natasha and you take away Maria Hill. We know just from the context that we've been provided over the last few years, Talos is the next, the next mm-hmm. most trusted person in his life, right? Uh, uh, of course, we just learned that there is another one that we didn't know of, but <laughs> but but she basically they met through Talos, right? Like yeah. they mm-hmm. like basically like Talos kind of hooked Nick Fury up with a wife, and so it makes you understand why he has a closer bond with Talos now too, right? Because he has a very special place in his heart for these, these scroll people. And he really does care about them. Well, and he, you get some, some emotional scenes with him where he's, again, he's not playing the cool, cool guy. He shows, but he still is though. He still, he still is in, in yeah. his own way, but you know, they do Must- cut, they do cut to post, bombing right for a little bit and he he is but, shooken up by losing yeah Israel. but then there's that whole scene with him and roadie oh where i mean, talking yeah. about I'll saving that for the end but you, uh, okay. you mean one of the greatest scenes ever in the mcu yeah <laughs> that scene oh is amazing. my god i was watching this and i was like this is some serious acting and there are layers to this oh, conversation yeah. there's having right it's now. it's it's a phenomenally written scene and yeah. it's it's acted by some of the best actors that we have on this planet, let alone in the MCU. You have this this legacy of these two characters. I mean, these are literally they have been there since the beginning. Depending on how you how you put uh, Rhodey, played by Don Cheadle, um, and it's the first. You know, it's it is a not Miss Rhodey, but it's the first two black characters in the MCU, right? Back to back. Yeah, we never had a scene together with any with them. With Rhodey being the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but you know that they, you know that they know each other, and you know yes. that they, you know they they, yeah, they're aware of each other. I, I I I just I just really like the nuance of this of the scene in that like you know Nick Fury's try like telling Rhodey about like, hey man, we have a real problem right now, which is we don't know who we can trust. So you and I, we need to trust each other, you know, and, and Rhodey's pushing back and saying like, look, I know what you're trying to say here, but like, if I'm truly going to be a person of color in a position of power, I need to acknowledge that you have overstepped way too far. And the best thing I can do is say no to you like you're you're a bad seed right now and 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 like i think that's the the cool part like i hope and even theory comes around you know like to being like the clean you know like well he's never clean nick is never a clean character he's like he's always got some some dirty fingers you know but they touch on that part too where he's like oh you're political now he's like i'm the colonel or whatever he is like i am political like that is my job (laughs) 
Yeah, he's right? Secretary and of Defense. Secretary of Defense. Like he, yeah. he can't anything he does or says is a statement on behalf of the nation. So yes. And yeah. it's oh my god, that seems just so so well done. And you could tell that none of them are happy to have that conversation. That's not a fun conversation for either of them. And it's almost like they're remorseful for saying this the things that they're saying, but at the same time, they need to be said. You know, you know the other thing I really liked about that scene, though, is that, you know, it ends with uh, Rhodey firing Nick Fury, right? And and then uh, he's got this bodyguard that's going to, like, escort him out. <laughs> and Nick Fury, you know, basically, like, almost breaks that guy's arm, right? He, he does Nick Fury things. He does spy moves, breaks this guy's arm, gets in Rhodey's face and says, I'm Nick Fury. Even when I'm out, I'm in, you know, like, and then he yeah. bounces out and he bounces out looking cool. But cut to right outside, he's winded. He's winded, and he's and he and like it took a lot. He was putting on a face, and I think it's really cool that this show is showing us more of the vulnerabilities of Nick Fury, right? Because like he really that's that's his greatest strength, right? He puts on a face of confidence in every room he's in. Always, he's commanding the 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 stage, but like. He is a straight up human, man. There is, he has no superpower other than what I just said, you know, like, and that's, that's awesome. It's awesome that like, we're getting to see the, the, the cracks in the armor, you know, like, yep. the, like the, it's, he's old, man. He's not young anymore. Like, and so <laughs> I, I think it's cool that they're, the character is embracing the oldness of the actor, you know, like, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a really cool thing. I, I just didn't. I didn't know that I was going to like, you know how salty I was about Maria Hill. And by the way, still am still am salty. But, but I mean, the the tone and the language in the the bar scene with Maria Hill and then this conversation with Miss him and Rhodey is just like a different. Well, because they don't case. believe in Nick right now. Well, they, they don't believe they, in Nick, but just the tone and, and the dialogues there, it's just it's. It's almost like it's. It's a different, I don't say a different genre, but you, you, you kind of get what I'm saying. Like it's it's a flavor of the MCU. It's like a very real flavor of the MCU that we have not gotten I, up until this I point. I feel like it's the most adult MCU show we've ever gotten. Um, I think Moon Knight's close, but... Um, well, and there was, I mean, there was Captain America's speech at the end of Captain America and uh, where's... Winter yeah. Soldier, when, and that like was Fal Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, Falcon. I'm, I'm giving him the the current title, but he still, but he still got to dress up in the suit. And yeah, I mean, and he was Captain kids. America at that point yeah. when yeah. he gave that yeah. speech. He was Captain America. That's oh no, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, but deal, but yeah. but again, how Marvel actually deals with race, which it doesn't really do too much in its movies, but does in the Disney Plus shows. You know, is that. No, I mean you're right. It, it's it's like the, I don't say like it's the underlying thing, right? And I, they they get. I think this show is perfect for getting into those nuances when, mm -hmm. when like in the train scene again with Talos, they're like, well, why can't we just want to live here with you guys? And like, we hate each other. Like, there's no way we're gonna. Accept oh yeah, yeah, that, people. Like that was a great line. You can't even get along. Hundred percent true. <laughs> There's no yeah. way we're gonna get along with you. And he, you know, he 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 takes it back to he he starts the story out with you know, 
telling Talos how he, he used to ride in the colored car and and you know tell me something I don't know game and like that's some like real that's some real shit right there. <laughs> he told that guy like a real story about his childhood too, which like that I also thought was really fun because we just don't get to we're learning like infinitely more about Nick Fury as a human being than we ever did. Well, especially since this is a Nick Fury that actually only only existed since Ultimate Nick Fury. Because yeah. the the Nick Fury, you know, the comics is really a white guy and has, you know, decades and decades and decades of history. Yeah. But that's a totally different character. So this Nick Fury, it is it's great to be able to to get yeah, that background. To know that he grew up in Alabama. Yeah, you know, like that, like that's that's not in any of the comics because yeah, he really wasn't in the comics. This is why I keep I was making that argument for the Witcher finally deviating, by the way, is because like I'm having a blast learning about a different Nick Fury than the one I know in the comics. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is uh this is it's just so fun to 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 be along for the ride and like I can't think of like somebody better to carry this than Samuel Jackson. Like this is, I mean, we love this actor, right? Like he's always been great. And he's like, we always just like make fun of him for like, he'll, this guy will take any paycheck period. But like he is executive producing this show. Yeah. And, and he's, he's coming to do some serious work here on this show. And I think it's really cool that people want to do these kinds of stories in the MCU like I, I, I just like that we can have a She-Hulk and a Nick Fury exist in the same universe, yeah. and and they both are very different flavors of shows, but I'm I'm here for it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm more here for the special, unique flavors than I am the generic exactly. ones. And mm -hmm. we have said that time and time again. That's why we like these Disney Plus shows because they get yeah. in the nuances that the movies just don't have time for. Yeah. And and that's why I am just it's what we loved about the Netflix shows, especially Daredevil, because it got to go into those nuances. But now these Disney Plus shows, so many of them, they they just they go into parts that movies can't. That they I can honestly I mean, they're they're joking I, about carbon bombing uh European Slovakia, countries. Slovakia yeah. in this country. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I I thought it was interesting, like uh you know, that we've gotten, you know, uh, what in Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Don Cheadle got a uh, an Emmy nomination. And I think he won for that one, didn't he? Or like, I think he might win? be right for I think, for his like 30 or like a minute scene for like his one minute in that in that show. That's a great, uh, great scene, though. It's a great yeah, it's a great scene. But like it, it felt weird and out of place, like in, in the in the not out of place, but like it felt like a cameo. That, yeah. that was meaningful, but just like I, it made me believe that like War Machine was like a Chekhov's gun, and I was waiting for War Machine to show up at the end of the show, and it's like, oh no, he's he's not showing. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then so this time when he shows up in this show, and and I'm like, okay, how are we going to use him? And and I I feel like we're going to keep him in the whole series. He's going to keep popping in and out. And, he wasn't and marked as a special guest, so. He, yeah, only Maria Hills marked as a special guest. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but I think the weird thing about it is the more and more I see what they're doing with Rhodey, the more I'm upset at the decision to change Armor Wars from a series to, to a movie. movie. 
Yeah, yeah because I think I would have rather well, had. You're gonna, you're gonna get him. He's gonna be in um, Ironheart in some yeah, capacity. I, want, I, I think I, I, I really dig that he's like, he's like putting on the big boy pants and becoming the new Iron Man, right? right? That's what he is. Like he's kind of. I, 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 everything's pushed back so far. I have no idea what Iron Wars is going to actually be, or if it's going to actually Wars, happen. But yeah. I like, I, I really do like Secretary of Defense Rhodey because it is this very, you know, as same he was for the Accords, right? He was yeah, wait, is he Secretary of Defense? I think he is, right? Because uh, I, I could have sworn he was a colonel, like colonel or something. Maybe, but Ross, Ross is Ross is uh, Secretary of State, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I could be wrong. This. You know, it it's really for for me. I see it like it's kind of the the natural next step for that character, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a soldier, super, you know, superhero, war machine, but he's older. Not saying he can't do those same thing in the suit, but if if I was a high ranking military of, official, that would be the natural progression of of my career, and to see it kind of unfold in the universe before us, it's kind of a neat thing, you know. This, well- yeah, I'll say this. I'll say this not to contradict you, but what I what I think is really a testament of the MCU now is they can make you believe that the choices that they make for these characters are natural progressions. Because what they're doing is taking advantage of the fact that their actors are very real human beings that are aging. And so they inherently cannot be like locked in, in a time capsule the way they are in the comics right they yeah. can't they have to keep growing past what the characters do in the comics and i think this is really cool like that you can see this as a logical progression i could probably see a million different progressions for this character that may some may be closer to the comics more some may be further but like you know i'm not saying this is the only thing he could have done but mm-hmm. i am agreeing that it's really cool that we can see the logic behind where these characters go, you know, yeah. and I think that's really fun. Um, can we I, talk about I, the, uh, what were you saying? Oh, I think I was going to bring up the thing you were going to bring up, but uh, the, uh, can we talk about the, the thing, the torture? No, this but, was awesome, but, man. Really, like yeah. so this <laughs> is the other reason I was saying that this is like the most adult thing I've seen from, from in the MCU uh sonia just cut a dude's finger off like she just cut it off like she just showed up and cut a dude's finger off and i was not expecting that like i know it's green finger so like i guess they can get away with it for purple blood yeah but uh that was they were torturing a dude (laughs) they were like they were torturing a dude i mean in fairness that was the point of that dude was to get tortured right like to take the fall because he's trying to set up the american government to be you know going against russia and stuff like that so he knew what he was in for kind of but like he didn't know he was going to get injected with something that would boil his blood um man i kind of i didn't love this character in the first episode i didn't i wasn't quite there it was like sonia farnsworth i think is her name right um, yeah, she's head of MI6. I, yeah, head of MI6. I was like, okay, you seem kind of interesting. I'd like to get to know more about you. But when she showed up to do the interrogation, man, Fallsworth, Sonia Fallsworth, um, I was here for this woman. I was here for all of it. Well, it, it, was, it continues the world building, right? Like, 
Yep. She, she obviously knows about scrolls before the show. Fury did. Uh, Rhodey was revealed. Yeah, he knows what's up with the scrolls. Yeah. And you can only same assume the that presidents they, of the United yeah, States know about the aliens on our planet, yeah. you know. Like they <laughs> they uh they've probably been at some they've been crossing paths for decades now. So the fact that they're now we're kind of at a point where the higher level people are able to suss them out and then torture them like effectively, that's that's crazy. Like we're we're in like this weird cat and mouse scroll who's a yeah. scroll who's not a scroll game that, at mcu it's it's not just a brutality it's it's having specific designed ways of affecting scrolls you know she had the tools she knew exactly the test she knew the tools i love her Boom. yeah and then and then her. she got she left when she knew she didn't stick around she's like okay well, it's time for me to get out of here yeah, she like was ready. She's, She's like, smart. hey, by the yeah. way, where's the where's the escape hatch? Uh, you know, just a hunch, just a hunch. You know, like, and you just see her crawling out away, just like doing spycraft stuff. Like it's, uh, yeah. This show is this show is doing some serious world building, and I, I'm I'm loving it. Um, it I am getting Andor vibes from the show. I will say that, like, just a little a little. Just have to bit. show that Andor is it's still a great show. Yeah, it's for sure. But um, I'm not I'm not ruling it out. Like if it is a slow burn, it could get like, you know what I said? I said last week that after the Maria Hill thing, I'm not to a point where I'm like excited every Wednesday to tune in. And I'm going to be honest, I I almost forgot to watch this show on th- on Wednesday night uh, or on Wednesday <laughs> at any time. Like I because I, I was going to save it for when my wife got home and then we just ended up watching the bear and 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 then it wasn't until like 10 30 i'm like oh we didn't watch secret invasion and so we watched like half of it and i was like hey, it's pretty good whoa she cut a finger off and then like i still got we got tired so we went to sleep turned tuned in the morning finished the rest and we're like he's got a wife what the hell you know and so i'm like okay now i'm there now i'm there next week i will immediately watch secret invasion to see what's going on mm-hmm. uh i'm i'm hooked and so, yeah, slow burn for sure, because it took me two episodes to be hooked. But um, there was another moment in the in the show that I, I know I, I kind of prepped you guys for that I wanted to talk about. And yes. it, it goes back to a question that Ricky had for me last week. And I, I, I apologize for this because I think you asked me last week, you said, do you think there's going to be Super Scrolls? And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to do it before the Fantastic Four because like... Yeah. That's kind of the thing. But going back to everything I've said today, uh, why the hell not? You know, because like at this point, the universe is so freaking different than everything that that has come uh, before it. That I don't know that the Super Scroll has to be inherently tied to the to the to the the lore of Fantastic Four. And so what we saw is uh it looks like soren or is that no gaia gaia it, it, you know uh uh talos's daughter seems to be playing both sides right she seems to be like staying uh in gravik's good graces so she can learn more about what's going on so she follows pagan to the room where, where he's having a conversation with this doctor and once they leave the room she goes and t- turns on the really super old computer uh like what the hell was this computer is this what Russian computers look like, guys? Yeah. Um, it's just all, 
it's all green and um and you see because like in the meeting with Gravik and the and the world leaders they say what if nick fury brings his his friends you know and they're referring to the avengers and he's like you don't think i have a plan for that or 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 maybe he says i have a plan for that and when he said that i immediately thought okay dude's going to work on super scrolls cuz that's the that's the only solution you have for avengers right like it, it like at least from the comic book point of view right like mm-hmm. it's, i mean you could always just nuke them and then be done with it but like uh, <laughs> well they, they not... show they're working on a machine too so they show they're working on a machine and they show you the screen and i thought it was really cool and i wanted to kind of just like give you a, a like a zoomed in focus on what the what what gaia saw on the screen and she saw like four samples of di- uh, deoxyribonucleic acid aka dna um that they have collected and they mentioned like uh you know when uh pagan pagan and uh and dr dalton are talking they mentioned the harvest is not going as well right like that like like gravic has told him numerous places to go for the harvests and he's not been successful at getting things but these are the list of the things that they possibly already have dna from and the first is groot the second is Frost Beast. Um, the third is now, where did they get Groot on Earth? I'm Wakanda. gonna show you right oh, now. Okay. Cole Obsidian is the third the fourth one, and then Extremis. And so I had fun going back and looking at all of these because I immediately knew where all of these came from. Uh one, let's be honest, oh, every sorry, time Wakanda. Groot yeah. grows anything. He leaves it behind. He leaves a lot of stuff behind. <laughs> Groot leaves his stuff himself everywhere. So if he ever grows like an arm super long to like grab a bunch of people and throw them across the room, he immediately drops that arm and goes back to a normal size arm. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. uh, there are two occasions where Groot did giant fights. One is the first time he landed in Wakanda. And then the second time is, is six years later in, uh, in Endgame, Endgame at the Avengers yep. compound, right? Mm-hmm. So there's Groot all over the place. That's just that's just. Are you are you okay with that answer? Are you yes mm-hmm. convinced? Okay, cool. Second up, if you don't remember the funny, stupid scene at the very end of Thor: The yeah. Dark World, there's your Frost Beast right there. They got teleported in when they had the weird. They had the weird scene earlier in the Malekith. It was like a big ripoff of uh, that that matrix uh animatrix story you know like and this monster somehow ended up in london and at the end of the movie he's just running around london chasing after the pigeons so there you go there's the frost beast from jotunheim just running around in in london third up we all know cole obsidian uh this is right after he was battling iron man spider-man and wong in in, in avengers infinity war uh, yeah, there's a big old hand that they just yeah. left in Central and Park. And he got squashed in Endgame. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dead aliens in, yeah. in Endgame. I'm surprised <laughs> they don't have, like, all those aliens. Well, no, one, no one wants the uh, Chitari. Not the Chitari. The, the crazy the crazy ones with the, the, the oh, six the, arms. Uh, the Outriders, yeah. The Outriders. And then literally all four of the of the uh, the Thanos' uh, children of Thanos, like, die again in endgame right yep like and a billion other crazy monsters too 
and then if you're if you're curious extremists i mean there's bits of extremists all over that place where they kidnapped the uh, president of the united states at the time uh president ellis uh but yeah uh pepper specifically blew up killian uh with a giant uh warhead at the very end of the movie so this guy's bits are everywhere there's several other extremist people but it's possible they just have the extremists compound or whatever it is Mm -hmm. so i thought that was fun to go back and trace like because like i always get mad when when bad guys get killed in superhero movies so i really kind of enjoyed tracing the steps of like well what pieces are salvageable you know from from these things and there was one more and this is the reason that i got so excited when i saw this computer screen because there is one specific point in the entire MCU that I have been stuck on for many, many years, and I've been waiting. And if this show goes there, I, I, I want, will be I want so Yes, it's exactly happy. what I was about to say. Thor's blood, because you always talk about that. I was literally about to say that. I need this. I need this. I want Chris Hemsworth to be a scroll at in some point in this episode in this move in the show. Um, because not, I, I'm not saying Thor has to be a scroll. I'm saying I want a scroll, like a, like Thor. a quick change. I want a scroll Thor to show up, uh, because we never got Ragnarok, the, the, um, Android, the cyber, the, 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 yeah, the Android yeah. clone of, of Thor. Uh, and I thought it was really special was and, you, yeah. and interesting that Joss Whedon, made it a point of showing you this moment in the movie where he pulls the dagger that Loki stabbed him with out of his side and throws it onto Tony's balcony and leaves it there. And it's, and the camera follows the dagger and that's a weird thing. Like it didn't need to be shown, but all of the fans of civil war have been waiting this whole time. And so now I'm like, okay, can I just have him as a scroll instead? Because I'm pretty sure there's a super scroll that has Thor powers in the in Secret Invasion. Am I wrong? Yeah, there is. Yeah. And he, and he wears a similar uh, armor to actually that. Yeah, he does, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I think that one you might have, like, does he just show up or do you have to explain it? Is that too niche of an Easter egg that you, you can't I don't think you even have to explain it, but I think the fans would know why. Mm-hmm. I think you know? it'd be awesome. I I don't think it has to be explained, and then and then fans will go and dig and be like, "Here's why." You know what I mean? Because like in all in all honesty, a scroll can copy anybody. Period. Yeah, they can copy anybody, but like they can't copy their powers unless they have, you know, more information, more genetic information than 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 just yeah. looking at them. So I would love to see a fake scroll uh, Thor um, just show up. I think that would be like the icing on the cake for me on this in the show. Uh, just because like, why? Why do we have this scene in this movie? Like, it just kills me every time. It's like suddenly, suddenly <laughs> I'm not mad at the stupid yeah. scene where the frost, the frost beast is running around you know, chasing pigeons. Like, not that I was mad at it before. I just don't like Thor the Dark World. I just don't think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it just, like, it was it was a weird post credit scene to have, like... Well, 
on the super scroll note during the uh scroll secret meeting they elect uh gravic as uh the scroll general yes are those two the same thing no no okay what what significance does the scroll general now have that? that's like asking me if captain america is president of the united states all right that's a fair question do, but do you get what i'm saying yeah 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 like no captain america's our superhero president's a different thing so okay. the super scrolls are just the superheroes of the scroll army that's what they are like and originally there's just the one like right because like mm -hmm. uh back in the original comics like the scrolls were like little and like they were just like they were like evil goblins almost like, yeah. they, i mean they were aliens but they just look silly and like uh jack jack kirby just drew them to be very like short and like nefarious and gremlin-y and stuff and and they were just always getting into mischief with the fantastic four mischief. and and it wasn't until like they just got their butts handed to them enough times uh dealing with them that they're like we've got to we got to figure something out and so they went and they built a guy that had the combined powers of all four of them and that was the super scroll for like what like 40 years or something like that 30 years yeah. i don't know uh 30 40 years there, there was just the one he's just the one guy and so it wasn't actually until secret invasion that they made more super scrolls that they like so super scroll actually has a name you know like it's clert k k mm -hmm. apostrophe lrt right um that's like his actual he's a character in the comics yeah um, that just goes by Super Scroll the same way Steve Rogers goes by Captain America. But like later on, in similar ways to like Cap Captain America, they wanted to recreate that that experiment. And so they started harvesting the DNA of lots of other superheroes like Avengers and X-Men and yeah, there's like all of them, right? Clark, like they get they got they got mashups of like Cyclops yeah. visors and like mm -hmm. Yeah, or or do they have like an X Men Super Scroll and like an Avengers Super Scroll? No, they, it's more that they have like specific scrolls have specific heroes powers. Oh, I thought it had like more than one. Like, they, well, one. they might. I mean, I I kind of read it real fast. I mean, because it's honestly, it's not that important to the comic because those are those panels are just bang. But you know, it's like taking your toys. And yeah, it shows up in like the last issue of the comic. It, yeah, just, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Is it's like it's the final reveal, right? Of the of, of the comic is, oh hey, you just thought we were just a bunch of shapeshifters here to, to infiltrate and take over your planet? Oh no, we came with the big guns, and so they bring out all of their super scrolls, and they got like a giant one, right? Like Giant Man. Um, they've got like they've got all these different ones, and so the Avengers and the X Men and. But and everybody, because Hank Pym was a scroll, so they they have him be giant scroll dude. Well, he, well, he's still giant man, right? Like yeah. he's a giant man scroll, yeah. And, um, yeah. and so they just but have yeah. all these characters that are either fake versions of of the of the uh, real superheroes, or just you know weird amalgam ones. And they just it just ends up being a giant splash battle, you know, multiple pages of of fighting and stuff like that, and and it's fun it's just good fun you know and so like i'm not expecting something meaningful like you know we find out 
bro thor was a scroll the whole time <laughs> no i'm not i'm not asking for that you know i'm just saying like could we have like i want i want the equivalent of loki turning into captain america for five seconds you know what i mean okay like, I, yeah i think it's something like that yeah but i would hope for more like if i'm fury right and i gotta deal with this and i don't want to bring the avengers i would think of like oh shit well, who can i bring that doesn't have powers well see that's the other question like i know that uh our friend brian asked us recently um because he said do you think they're gonna bring in the secret warriors and so like that's that's what happens in the comics in the comics like nick fury actually disappeared years ago like yep. like he's he was gone for like years in the comics and people didn't know where he was and every now and then the comics would check in on him and this was when, during civil war yeah yeah i think before civil war it was he, before he, civil war yeah, and he then he, out. yeah he that's why civil war happened because he wasn't there to squash and that hill and charge, maria hill yeah. was in charge of shield at the time yeah. But so anyways, Nick Fury, you find out in Secret Invasion that the reason he dipped out many, many years ago is because he learned about the scroll infiltration way before anybody else. Mm -hmm. And when he learned about that, he didn't know who to trust anymore. So he went about recruiting his own brand new team of superpowered people that he knew he'd vetted and he could trust 100%. And he kept them at his side all the time. And those were his secret warriors that he brought to the battle, at, you know, when it when it finally came to a head. And um, the main character that came out of that was Quake. Um, and so I have heard rumors that like Chloe Bennett, who played Quake in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, uh, may not be done in the MCU. I don't really care. If they way. bring her back as a mutant, would you guys be upset with that? Uh, yes, I'd be I'd be upset if they brought her back as a mutant because she wasn't a mutant. Because um, like that's where my mind goes. If if that's how it plays out, he needs to bring in you know these secret off the grid people. Well, fuck you, scrolls. We, you we got human. Yeah, we got mutants, right? Like you know. Um, yeah, it would be weird to change her her story from because her being an inhuman was like. We're talking about several. I, mean, I think a human could make sense too, but you know what I mean, like a different breed of human type of super superpower well, human. I mean, it doesn't really matter what it is. The scrolls have been on Earth for thirty years. They they they've seen it all. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, but like you know, if he's vetted the, the characters, I, I don't think she's going to show up in the show. I don't really, but um, I'm just saying like that's how he resolves the the situation in the comics right is he has a secret he has his own secret other team besides his secret team of avengers you know what i mean like and so uh but it makes sense though like if you think about it because like the avengers when he first created them it was a very hush hush thing right and it wasn't until a giant alien invasion occurred he's like all right it's time to roll, to roll this thing out and then once that happened the avengers were forever in the public eye like they're outed right? yeah. yeah yeah they're outed but so uh you know it wouldn't hurt to have a covert team like even his covert people became avengers right like like hawkeye and 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 black widow that was their entire function was discretion and now they're 
in front of you know the the media, and so uh, it wouldn't hurt to 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 learn that Nick Fury had something else going on. That said, it gets weird when you keep adding story that's contrived. That, that, you know, like like I thought it was weird that like this back dating stories, basically. Yeah, I thought it was weird that this episode had to start with a marvel legends version of marvel legends like captain marvel flashback it was the it was the even shorter flashback than you would get if you just went and watched marvel legends on disney plus you know like um it was just a flashback like Lindsay was confused when my wife was watching it she's like what what are we watching and i'm like we're watching a clip show from captain marvel is what we're watching and so but i get it it's for anybody who i guess didn't watch that show i don't know like that's for that movie um but yeah, I don't I don't know like I feel like I give them the one, right? Like Captain Marvel was the one. I think that's the other reason people kind of don't like that movie and they don't really talk about it is it's always weird when you post date a, a story, you know, like you're like, "Oh, this actually happened way before all the other things." You know, like I'll that's, give you yeah, one. Danger of prequels. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you one, you know, and so I forgive Captain Marvel for the story that it told um, because I, it was interesting to me and I wanted to see them eventually build on this scroll thing. And I'm kind of happy that it, they had 30 years to infiltrate the planet. That's that's a lot of time. That's a long, that's a long time. So that's cool. But I don't want to do another one where it's like, oh, yeah, but by the way, after the blip. I went immediately to work forming another super team that like that's I think they'll work the blip in though as a as like the period where a lot of the uh scrolls took power. Right? You think someone just disappears you just reappears. Well, I mean half them. of them died too. Yeah, but you know, the ones that didn't. Yes, I guess half a million it... scrolls if you play by numbers, right? Yeah. Are you getting tired of blip stories too? I don't know. Like I don't I think I think they're finding good ways to like cuz that that is like a Well, I mean uh, they have to re- if they're going to reference it, that's fine, but don't build the whole story around it. Cuz I just feel like doesn't that cheapen the bad guys of Captain or Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Like their whole thing was, "Hey, this world went to crap after the blip. Now we're terrorists, you know what I mean? And so, like, I don't think it was crap, it was like it was peaceful during the blip. Well, it went after. Sorry, do we call the blip the first one or the second one? I think the period, like the five year gap, is what you would call the blip. Is it? I I don't know. Yeah, but regardless, it's it's like uh, you know, like post World War II, the world was kind of fucked for the least like 10 years in terms of the geopolitical space, right? Except for America. But, you know, I, it's like seeing how the world comes out of that type of event, yeah. right? You know? And for, for the most part, like, the the Flag Smasher stuff, you know, I, I, they made it make sense for me to buy in. This, it makes sense for me to buy in. You know, I don't think they're making, like, huge leaps and strides with the, the types of stories that are coming out of the blip. But that being said... Once we get past the next Avengers film, I think we're good like for blip stories. No. But I, I think with regards to this episode, the main point is, as Dennis said, after episode one, I'm interested. After episode two, I want to know what's going on. So I'm looking forward to next Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. And this show's going to end up uh, finishing the 
Wednesday after Comic Con. So are we doing a watch party at Comic Con? Uh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. We might have to pre-record for that. We might have to. We might watch it on Wednesday. Record something that night or that day. I don't know. We'll see. But I I am excited for that day because that will be the penultimate episode, and we <laughs> always we know <laughs> that that is always the best episode of of these shows. Man, I'm just saying, that's when all the cool stuff happens. Then it always falls apart in the last episode, and you're like, damn it, never stick to the landing. Well, I had fun talking with you gentlemen about this. I think uh, I'm excited that this is the first show in a minute that I think we're both equally on the same same page on in terms of excitement. Yeah, um, you didn't. You weren't a fan of She-Hulk. I didn't hate She-Hulk, but I think I like She-Hulk at the end. I, I didn't hate it, but I, we're definitely on different wavelengths. But for this show, man, I. I think we're both seeing eye to eye on where, where they're going. Um, I, I just I like it for being the Andor of the MCU right now. We need what, more Andors. What she Clark is my favorite Disney Plus show. Okay, I was just gonna ask Clark which is your favorite one, but there you go. I I loved She Hulk, and not and not just for Daredevil, although that is the icing on the cake. But I I loved that kind of humor. I loved the breaking of the fourth wall. I, I got the whole thing. I, I I love that whole series. I've rewatched it, I think twice now. I think my second favorite yeah. is Moon Knight, mostly because I hate Moon Knight as a character in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's stupid, and I think he they just did a great job of making Moon Knight's him good, cool, it's good. That's great. And, and Oscar Isaac, you know, he's Miguel O'Hara, and he's Moon Knight. He can be <laughs> yeah. both. Yep. Um, but there's is there any. Is, There's oh, not a single see? Disney Plus show that I have not enjoyed. I'm one of those, and I don't care. I, you know, I'm happy. You like the Mighty Ducks reboot? You, okay. he, meant, he meant the Marvel ones. You caught me. Um, you know, I, anyone, I was a little. Will, Willow Lee, wasn't uh, that good. Stanley documentary that came out. You know, I honestly watched half of it. Um, I've heard like, people don't like it. It's okay. It's it's like it's, the Kirby it's family mostly, didn't like it. No, the Kirby family does not like it for sure. Um, it's kind of like a clip show, if that makes sense, where it's like yeah, it's like it's taking a sense. lot of his old interviews and like, but what they do is they got like this this uh, company that specializes in like, um, I guess making three D prints, and so it, it, so it's kind of like a weird like hybrid of toy photography. So they when they recreate the scenes that he's explaining. Mm-hmm. with little toys in dioramas and stuff like that like standing around and they 3d print different heads onto the toys or or different toys entirely um and i was like i kind of like this but at the same time what does this have to do with stan lee you know what i mean like it's just it's just a, a an aesthetic choice they chose they, they they chose to just look special but it doesn't really speak to anything about Stan Lee and his legacy, right? Like I wouldn't mind like a. Do you ever watch like the Steve Jobs movie, the the which no. one, the Michael Fassbender one? No, I wouldn't mind something like that with Stan Lee. It's a little bit more critical of Steve Jobs, but I know that man has lived or uh, Stan Lee has lived an interesting life for better or for worse. But I feel yeah. like he gets a little Disney fied, but. I mean, of course they're going to Disneyfy him. Like he's yeah. Like here's the thing: you can't take away from it though. Like whether or not you like how much 
credit. He he. It's not it's not that he like takes credit for everything. It's that he doesn't bother to he doesn't take time out to give credit. Yeah. Uh, where it's where some people feel it's more due. But it's not that he's like specifically saying I did this by myself all the time. He just you know, kind of like, takes it in. He just is saying like this is his ownership. You know, like like I mean, he was he, like the one writer in the early '60s. I mean, think about yeah. that. He was writing for all of the Marvel, almost all, all the, the books, books. All, the, all books. the books. He was writing all of them. And so, yeah, yeah, the artists, it, it, like, and, and he does frequently in the documentary talk about the artists and how much they, they they add to it and stuff but like to some families that will just never be enough you know like it won't be and I, and and they're entitled to feel that way for sure yeah. because like there's no denying that stan lee has definitely benefited more from the success of marvel than any yeah. artist ever did period um, but also he he just outlived them well <laughs> he did. him and well, Ditko died the same year actually yeah him and Ditko both died before uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, but but Dit Ditko dropped out of the yes. scene. Yes, but I'm so just saying, like, stayed in it. Okay, that is that's fair. But I was in terms of Jack Kirby. He yes. very much outlasted Jack Kirby. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how history works, right? Like it's yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, they're gonna keep talking about him because he he stayed in the spotlight in, into his yeah. 90s. But he was always in the spotlight, even in. That's the my 60s. point. He stayed you know, like, in the spotlight. That well, he, he found ways to. Like, yes, I don't, I don't say interject, but he definitely. Hey, he, uh, his I was feel the like voice he, that we heard you know, on always, morning. always Welcome be promoting, right? Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. yeah. But that's but that's, I think. I think the I think where it gets weird is like okay yes. Did he create Silver Surfer by himself? No, no. It, is he even like responsible for a large part of the creation of the Silver Surfer? Probably not. But is he the one that get, that makes Silver Surfer a household name by going on radio shows and TV shows and talking about Silver Surfer and making people interested in these things and and making people want to go read Spider Man and and watch Hulk and 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 stuff. Like that's the guy. Like he's the spokesman for the thing, and so you can be mad that he doesn't give credit where credit's due to specific character creators and stuff like that. But you can't be mad at the fact that he is the figurehead of Marvel because yeah. that's mm -hmm. he positioned himself to be that. And and the reason Marvel is as successful as it is is because he did that. And so yeah. Um, but that said. I, I didn't see anything new that I haven't seen before in that documentary. And that's kind of why I, I only watched like half of it. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. okay. It's all right. I'm not going to recommend it. It's it's not like well, it, if you're on this show, you know plenty about Stanley already. Like it's just, you just, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If well, you want to be angry at Stanley, go read the book that was written about him last year, you know, so that you can, you can be more upset about it. <laughs> What we can recommend before we wrap this up is oh. for you to follow our Patreon, patreon.com slash denxmedia, where we get some exclusive content and access to us in some form or way. Um, but once again, thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Clark. Anything to plug, Clark, while we got you here? Nope, just looking, looking forward to Comic-Con. You don't want to do any surprise Rose Bowl announcements early? 
I don't. Rose Bowl announcements? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, so we'll, we'll have you on You mean Rose Parade? A Rose Parade, sorry. Yes. 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 Too soon? Too soon? Too, too late, too I mean, soon. In the yeah. not too soon future, we will all be together again in San yeah. Diego. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that I always look forward to. But we don't really hang out with each other. No, we literally get a, a dinner, dinner, and then we don't see each other for four days. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. It's how it's we'll, how God intended. That's, and we'll know. figure out. And I, honestly, like for anybody who, who catches this show before Comic Con, uh, feel free to write in the comments and let us know like what kind of stuff you'd like to see from us during Comic Con, because you know maybe we can make it happen for you. Maybe if you want, if you want us to post, uh, you know, videos of yeah. us. Uh, you know, checking stuff out, going to panels. Who wants or... to leak Hall H footage? By all means, <laughs> hit that Patreon button, and we'll we'll find a way to make it happen. Well, now we're flagged. <laughs> now we're right. flagged. Thanks. I'm getting well, out of here. Thank you, all true believers. I I can't say it. You got to say it, Dennis. It's not my catchphrase. Well, it's not mine either. That's not, it's not mine. It's the man. It's Stan the man's. I know, but I, I just can't quote him like you do. Okay. We'll see you next time, true believers. Enough said.